Hey guys, welcome back. I have a new episode for you. We're gonna dive into healing from the hurt and the pain. So we're gonna get into it and uh, let's do this thing. Hello guys, how was your week? I hope it was good. Uh, Mine's been insane. (laughs) I started uh, working a little bit more at this uh, restaurant uh, that my friend runs. It's really, really awesome. I'm loving it. I get to make fresh pizza. Um, So that's been really cool. Um, But there was also a lot of drama the other night, um, and I had to, like, save a friend. Um, It was... Uh, kind of scary. Um, I was really shaken up and because of how late I was um, up from this situation, I ended up uh, calling up out of work. Um, luckily, it was it was all good. Uh, but yeah, it was just really scary. And so it felt really awful. But I just needed a little bit of time to recuperate. <clears throat> But I hope everyone had a really chill week and is, you know, having an amazing October. I can't wait for Halloween. October is such a fun month. Um, I'm a little poor, so I can't really decorate. Um, Hopefully everyone is getting into the spirit and I can live vicariously through you. But I have gotten a couple like, you know, like sugar skulls and things like that for around the house and decorated my calendar all spooky-like, and that was really fun. But, yeah, I hope you guys are getting in the spirit and really having fun with the month. I know um, trick-or-treating is going to be a little interesting this year, um, so we'll see how that goes. But I think it's important that we still find ways to celebrate and have fun with it. Um, And if you guys feel like sharing with me what you're going to be for Halloween, uh, go ahead and go on my Instagram and comment and let me know what you're going to be for Halloween. I'm going to be Envy because uh, my hair is green and I really wanted to have a green-based costume this year because of it. And so I thought I could dress up as like a Seven Deadly Sins style like Envy, especially because it's mostly just hair and makeup. Um, especially like, because we're not going to go out, uh, we don't want to, you know, be part of the problem and be in crowds or anything like that. Um, so I would just be doing it for fun at home and just, you know, for pictures. (laughs) But, um, if you guys are dressing up and doing anything fun, go ahead and comment on the, um, Instagram post for the Rattly Rambles episode and let me know. Um, and if you don't have my Instagram handle, it's uh, Radley, R-A-D-A-L-I-E-E, E, <laughs> three E's. <laughs> um, so this, uh, this week I really wanted to talk about like healing from being hurt by people that you love and that uh, you don't expect to get hurt by. Because uh, no one gets into a relationship with someone that they expect to get hurt by. No one expects their best friend to hurt their feelings. Nobody expects their parents to hurt their feelings, but it happens. And I think it's really important that we talk about 
dealing with that stuff because if we don't and we suppress it then it can become something really ugly like resentment or anger and then you start having communication issues and that's really difficult because then you feel unheard and that can uh, really feed the problem at least it did for me um but I think it's really important uh, realize, to realize that people you love, you know, can hurt you. And if they have hurt you, uh, it's important that you acknowledge it and start to heal. And you can't mute your own feelings. It's disrespectful to yourself. And even if you're afraid to hurt somebody else's feelings, you should acknowledge how you feel. And... There are a lot of healthy ways to do that, and you don't necessarily have to communicate with the person that hurt you, depending on your comfort levels. There have been times where I've written letters that I didn't send or, you know, talked to my therapist about it, but I didn't feel like the time was right or the setting was appropriate um, to have uh, that conversation with you know, the person I care about. Um, and that is a healthy way to at least get the ball rolling and start to feel better about the situation instead of letting it just, like, fester, you know. Um, but if you do get to a point where, you know, you are able to talk to this person or you want to talk to the person, um, that uh, conversation can be... V- can be very, very healing. Um, But, you know, I think the most important thing is just to remember you shouldn't sacrifice yourself for someone else's happiness or or comfort. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're not responsible for other people's happiness or comfort, just your own. And if you decide not to say something or um, acknowledge the pain that someone's caused you, then, you know, for the sake of, you know, not rocking the boat or stirring the pot or whatever, then you are sacrificing yourself. You're saying that how I feel doesn't matter for the sake of everyone else being happy. Um, and that's, that's not healthy. You shouldn't do that to yourself. And people who genuinely care about you, they want to hear how you feel, even if it's hard for them, because there's been there have been plenty of times where I have told people things that they absolutely don't want to hear from me, and they have heard me out, and I was so scared that they would be mad at me or yell at me, and they didn't. They surprised me, and you have to let people surprise you, because there have been plenty of times where it's bad totally backfired in my face. Like, I remember I told a friend that um, I felt was really um, struggling. I told her how I felt, that I was worried about her, and uh, she basically told me to go fuck myself. And that was really hard because I just wanted to let her know that someone could see that she was struggling Um, but she didn't really want to hear what I had to say. She didn't really like what I was implying. Um, and so, like, I just had to accept that, you know, that didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I would much rather have said something than not have said something and her, 
you know, something happened to her. (laughs) Um, Because if something did happen to her and I didn't say anything, then I would feel like a terrible friend. I would feel like I was enabling her and I let this happen. So, you know, um, even if the people that, you know, care about you, um, freak out and get upset by what you're saying, just know that, like, as long as you have good intentions and you are doing your best to communicate in a way that's not, like, harmful or insulting, like, you're just trying to have a genuine conversation, then, you know, the people that, like, want to hear how you feel, those are, those are your people. Because, you know, I think it's just really important to remember boundaries and mutual respect without any expectations of personal gain. That's what real love and care for a person is. Um, Anyone that's expecting something in return for their kindness, like, oh, if I do this for them, you know, when I need something later, like, they'll probably have my back. Like, that's not totally great because you should just be doing something kind because you're like, oh, I really care about so-and-so and I want their well-being or their well-being is very important to me. And if I do this, like, that will make their life better. And that's important to me. That that should be, you know, the main goal, the main focus. But I know that's really hard to differentiate, especially if that's that's what's been done to you for a long time. Because um, I know some people don't have like any malice in their heart, but they'll um, kind of get upset with someone and be like, how could you do this after all the things that I do for you? And like kind of hold all the kindnesses that they've done for someone like against them. And it's like, well, you know, like, Nobody owes anybody anything at the end of the day. And if you're really just doing an act of kindness, then this shouldn't be something that, like, you're holding against them right now. Um, And I know that's really hard to remember in the heat of the moment because of, you know, feelings of betrayal and things like that um, start to surface, especially when you're so heated and angry. But... um, you know, that that should never um, be, like, blackmail or, or something that's being dangled over somebody's head. Like, oh, you know, well, I did this for you. <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, well, then I don't want it. <laughs> um, and I think that's, like, a big thing for kids. Like, um, kids everywhere get hurt by their parents. Parents hurt their kids' feelings, whether they mean to or not. It happens, and it's inevitable. Um, But I think because kids are so young and so easy to invalidate, um, because, you know, not many kids are very secure and confident. Um, And so they just kind of suppress and put put aside how they feel uh, when their parents do or say something that hurts their feelings. And then, you know, if that becomes a habit and it's not dealt with right away, then they become adults that do that. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about my situation. I feel like I um, just kind of suppressed how I felt um, 
until I just kind of exploded at some point, um, which was just not healthy. But because I just, like, kept running from the problem and not dealing with it, like, it totally followed me into adulthood. And so, like, that's something that I'm, like, dealing with, and I'm starting to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and just telling people that, you know, this is how I feel and, you know, do what you will with it, but I just needed to tell you. Um, but I really wish I had gotten a head start with it as a kid because, you know, the younger you start working on these on these habits and, and issues and developing better communication skills, the more opportunities you have to make mistakes at a very young age. So then by the time you're an adult, you have a much better... Um, well-crafted and refined communication skill Um, and like you're a lot better at letting people know how you feel in like a healthy manner and that's really really awesome and um, I hope that kids are are getting uh, more comfortable and confident every day (laughs) Um, because it's important that they are heard Um, And I think that adults everywhere um, can be better about listening to kids when they're talking about something that's clearly important to them, even if it's just, you know, a Lego fort they built, you know, if if it's something they're really passionate about, give them your ears, give them your time, and uh, let them know that they're important. Um, And uh, I think kids will greatly benefit from that. Um, and learn how to better convey themselves as adults. Uh, Because, you know, it's like nothing is worse. Nothing is worse than, like, a kid who's really excited about something and then someone just puts them down and then they just, like, lose. They lose it. They lose the spark. And (laughs) that's, like, heartbreaking and that shouldn't shouldn't happen. Um, And... Even though, like, kids might have a hard time figuring out how to tell their parents that they're upset or that they hurt their feelings, um, I think just as adults, it's important to just do your best to listen and make sense of it all. And if you aren't completely clear, ask questions, because then your kid will feel even more listened to. They'll be like, oh my god, like, they really want to understand And, like, as an adult, I try to be better about that, too, because I used to have, like, this really irrational compulsion to children, um, but that was because of a lot of inner demons that I had to deal with. And now that I've um, kind of faced a lot of those issues, I I have discovered I love kids. I really, really do. I adore them. And even though um, they can be a handful sometimes, so, so am I, so, you know, it is what it is, um, but kids have such amazing things to say, no matter what the age, and, um, I think kids that feel listened to are a lot, uh, are a lot better behaved, because, um, I don't think they have as much, like, you know, these emotional eruptions as much as, other children. Um, Not that I'm, like, an expert on any of this. This is all just, like, my personal opinion. 
Um, and from just like personal experience, uh, from being a former child, um, but you know, take it or, you know, take it with a grain of salt, (laughs) but, um, I think, you know, once you start having the conversations just so that way you can start healing, then you can be free of like this guilt and, then you can be val- like um, comforted in the fact that these people or person didn't want to hurt you, um, that it just happened and that they really do care about you. And um, if you have that conversation with them, then that creates the opportunity for them to be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea I hurt you. I'm so sorry. And that will be so relieving to you because you'll be like, oh my God, okay that's great because I was really upset. (laughs) Um, um, and you know, the sooner kids learn to do that, then we have adults that are doing it. And, uh, that's what we need. That's what we need in this world. We need to be comfortable talking about how we feel, even when it's unpleasant. Um, and especially I think, uh, there's like this misconception that, um, you know, we as people are supposed to, like, benefit each other. Um, like, I think it starts as kids. Like, you, you're you supposed to make your parents' lives easier, not harder, because, you know, we owe it to them because they're so stressed and they put a roof over our head and then you become an adult and or maybe you have, you know, you get into a relationship and, like, suddenly, you know, you're supposed to make your partner's life better and and easier. And, you know, I think we get into this, like, false conception that, like, we are meant for each other, um, rather than we're individuals that are meant for ourselves. And we as a species, I think, would function a lot better if we all just worried about ourselves first. And like, my therapist had said something interesting in our last session together. She was like, remember, like, it's just like in the airplane when the masks fall, like your mask comes first, and then you help other people. Um, cause you're going to be able to help way more people once your mask is on. Um, but you know, we're human beings and we still stifle ourselves to make our friends or loved ones feel better. Um, cause you know, we just, we get uncomfortable. We really do. And we want to just, we want things to just be okay. Um, and you know, no matter how that makes us feel, but that that's so not necessary. Like, you don't have to do that to yourself. You can totally have the conversation. And I know I'm one to talk um, for the people that know me. Um, but once you have the conversation with people or even just talk to your therapist or someone that you trust about how you're feeling, even just that is so therapeutic and relieving. And I just really encourage you to stop... Um, trying to save anyone's feelings and just start trying to acknowledge and heal from your own wounds and acknowledge your own feelings. Um, Especially because I think if you keep putting yourself first, as in like your needs and your boundaries and really respecting yourself, I think you'll find yourself a lot happier with your life, even if you lose some friends, even if you're poor, even if you don't like your job that much, I think you'll find yourself just feeling a lot more at peace, like, inside and out. Um, 
And that's just really important, just, like, inner peace. Like, I wish we all had that on some level. Um, But unfortunately, there's a lot of us struggling, and that's why I just really wanted to talk about, you know, it's okay to tell people that you're upset and that you're hurt, and it's okay to be uncomfortable. I know it doesn't feel natural, (laughs) but... um, you can do it, Um, because if I can do it, you can totally do it, (laughs) Um, because I'm, like, the queen of freaking out and panicking and, like, cutting things out or running away, um, because I just don't want to be uncomfortable. I just get so scared. (laughs) So, you know, like, that's the, that's the other thing. It's, like, be patient with yourself, you know, if if you're having a hard time talking about these things and you're getting frustrated, like, it's okay. Like, it's it's a hard thing. It really is. And so, you know, don't get mad at yourself because someone hurt your feelings and you're not able to talk to them, you know, that day about it. Like, that's okay. Like, I totally get it. Like, I wait days to talk to people when they've hurt my feelings sometimes because, it literally is just, I'm either so upset or I feel so uncomfortable with all of it that I just need, like, all this time to, like, really sit with it before I feel comfortable telling them. And, like, sometimes that means, like, I just lose, like, the level of contact that I had with them. Like, I don't cut them out, maybe, but, like, I'm not as in their face as I, like, usually am. And then that creates a lot of confusion because, like, they're usually my friend or my loved one. So they're like, uh, what the heck? Like, why aren't you being your normal self with me? And that's not fair because then, you know, they might be wondering, like, what's wrong with me? Or, like, what did I do? And um, uh, not that, like, I'm responsible for other people's, like, happiness and comfort. I trust that most of my friends would just be like, oh, you know, I'm sure she's just going through something, and, you know, when when she wants to talk about it, she'll talk about it. Um, I hope they wouldn't, um, you know, get too consumed by anything like that, but, you know, in the case that, you know, somebody does, um, you have to accept that, like, you know, it's not, that's not totally your fault, um, but, you know, it's like, on the same, on the other side of the token, you know, it's like, I don't want to cut anybody out or stop being a good friend, uh, just because I got uncomfortable, and that's something that, you know, is a conscious effort for me, is like, you know, if something gets heavy and intense, and I'm freaking out, like, it's a conscious effort for me to not, like, duck and run, or, like, hide, because, you know, I'm just freaking out, like, I've got to, you know, be there, um, cause I don't want to hurt them or have them, um, not have support. Um, and then there's also like the reality of the fact that like you can hurt yourself. Like I have hurt myself so many times, whether it was quite literally or, um, more like, um, like life lesson Lee, you know, it's like you have to forgive yourself then, and that can be so hard. 
um, much harder than forgiving other people that you love. Because usually when you're hurting yourself, that could mean that, you know, there's some lack of self-love going on there. And so forgiving yourself when you're not sure you totally 100% love yourself, um, that makes things so difficult. But it's so important that we take that journey to heal and forgive ourselves and um, choose us or choose ourselves, you know, over these feelings of anger or pain or, um, you know, just maybe even like resentment, um, feelings of regret, like just really deciding I'm going to let this go and commit to like feeling better about myself, doing what I need to do to feel better about my life and Um, you know, I choose me. Um, Because, you know, like when I had to drop out of school, like that kind of felt like hurting myself. Um, Not because um, like taking something off my plate is like a bad thing just because I am going through quite a bit of adjustments right now. Um, But it just felt like you know, there's this thing I really cared about that I really wanted to do and I can't do it and this fucking sucks. And, like, a part of me was, like, mad at myself. Like, why can't you do it all? And I just had to, like, be really, really patient and really kind to myself and just be like, because I couldn't do it right now. Not because I don't want to do this. Like, it sucks. I'm so upset. I've cried multiple times about having to withdraw from school, but, you know, it's like, I need to work, and I'm adjusting on medications, and I don't have internet access, which is so important for school right now, and I just can't seem to get it all together and get on the, you know, get on my feet again right now. Like, I I need to focus on uh, figuring out, you know... (laughs) how I'm going to pay rent and getting used to working again and getting on a schedule um, that is that works for me and adjusting to all of that. And, um, you know, it's just it was really hard because, like, I could think of every reason why I should just toughen up and and do the thing. Um, but I was just like, you know what? I can't do school right now, but there are some things that I can do. I can focus on my podcast, and I've been wanting to do this writing compilation project for years now, and that's something that I can easily put my time into because it's on my own schedule, and I can do that when I feel up to it, whereas, you know, school, there's deadlines and due dates. So, you know, it's like, I know it is so hard to forgive yourself. I really totally get it. But just remember, like, you can totally hurt your own feelings, and it's important to heal from that, too. And, you know, whether you need to write a letter to yourself or just write it out in general or talk to your therapist or maybe even, like, look in the mirror and have a full-on conversation with yourself, (laughs) whatever you need to do, um, uh, that that healing needs to take place as well. Um, But 
With all of that being said, I really hope everyone is staying safe with the coronavirus and um, the fires that are going on. Um, I'm in Sacramento and have been very fortunate to not um, have any evacuations um, since the fire started. Um, but to all the people that haven't been as fortunate, um, please stay safe. I'm so sorry for anything you have lost. Um, but that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And if you are interested in being a little more involved, you can follow me on Instagram at Radley, R-A-D-A-L-I-E-E-E. Yes, that's three E's. And you can get more updates on the show, my life, and so much more. And if you want to support the show directly, you can do so by going on the Anchor app and making a donation. It'll be a one-time donation, so you don't have to worry about reoccurring charges. Or you can go to Rattly Rambles on the Cash app and donate directly that way as well. I will also be updating the website with uh, information on the book and when the book will be available for sale, and that will also directly support the show. Thank you again for listening, guys. I appreciate you so much. Please stay safe, be kind, and remember to take care of yourself.